0: Welcome to the Fit Fellows podcast. With over 40 years of combined personal training experience, they are ready to share their knowledge with you to help you grow your business, keep your client communication sharp, and be confident and fulfilled in your career as a personal trainer. Pay attention because the Fit Fellows be spitting knowledge. Here are your hosts for the show Russell, Michael, and Michael. All right. Welcome back to another episode of The Fit Fellows. Thanks for tuning
1: in. (laughs) And there's another guy here today. (laughs) Yeah, hey. hey. Look at this young strapping man right here. You're too kind, man. You're too kind. Come on.
0: So thanks for tuning in to another episode. And we got a special guest today, our first guest on the show, Aaron Okodu. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, man. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. Yes, sir.
0: Welcome, welcome. All right. Before we get into Aaron's background, we have a segment of the show that we like to call Gym stories. Uh-oh. gym stories and and aaron said he's got a story and it's gonna be fire <laughs> <laughs> no pressure aaron I
1: don't I don't know. know so. fire, but <laughs> here we go he paused for a second he's
2: like uh <laughs> i wouldn't say it's fire but it's definitely somewhat educational something that i think people should follow but anyway long story short i was training an older couple and me being a new trainer i thought you know just work them out them to sweat it was an elderly elderly couple beautiful couple from korea and uh still talk to this day so we did legs mind you the wife has never done legs before in her life wow now (laughs) so after about 40 45 minutes of doing straight legs (laughs) if anyone knows la fitness in pasadena there are two flights of steps
0: oh no and
2: anyone who really trains legs knows that the hardest part is walking down. It's not walking up. So me trying to impress this couple... We're walking out, we're done with the workout, they say they feel great. Yeah, Again, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as, as you can I'm pretty sure you know where the story's going. So the lady takes one step <laughs> and oh, she no. collapses down the steps. Oh, and the worst part, she wasn't crap. even feet first. She was oh. face first. Oh no. My heart is beating, and I'm thinking to myself, I have just lost two clients. Wow. Killed her. I look at the husband to apologize, and he is laughing. <laughs> and the wife is laughing, so okay, fine. Now that was the first step. That was the first step. Oh, there's so, more. So. Yep. Okay. Now there's the second steps.
1: <laughs> she falls down that one too. Oh no!
2: And her oh, husband's God. on the ground, just dying, like <laughs> laughing. And I'm, I'm still feeling like crap. I'm feeling horrible. I mean, they've never worked out before, and right. so she falls down. You know? <laughs> so we get to the bottom, and you know, they're totally cool about it. For me, even though it was funny. At the same time, you know, I do take responsibility. But, you know, you learn from it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you need to train you learn from it, you know. Baby so. deer legs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely doing the stanky
2: leg like, walking. Out.
1: Oh, man. You do that often, yeah, don't you? Yeah, you know, still, yeah. okay. That's genetics. But, uh, but yeah, that's my story. But, yeah. It,
2: that's hilarious. It will never happen again.
1: So. That's hilarious.
3: I feel like that's a way to either, like, lose a client before you got one, which <laughs> yep, you was yeah. scared of, or yep, like yeah. you get a lifelong client because of that moment. Yeah. Like, okay. it's like yeah. one or the other. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: You
2: still Definitely. train them? No, but I still talk to them. They're great. They actually moved back. So Okay. okay. Yeah. okay. Thanks. That's cool. Great yeah. story. Yeah. All thank right. you for that. That was a good one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's get into your story, your journey of how you became a trainer. What were the things that influenced you to make this uh, career choice?
2: It came down to doing something I
0: enjoyed. I was in the gym, you know,
2: about an hour, an hour and a half every single day. I wanted to do something that made good money, and at the same time, I enjoyed it. I wanted to do something I look forward to, so I could wake up and be like, okay, I get to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed helping people. You know, I'd work out, people would ask me questions, and I enjoy giving advice. Why not get paid doing that uh, to help people? It's where know? it starts
1: for a lot of people,
0: right? Yeah, yeah for sure. And I, that's Come how you become questions. successful. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a little bit of, well, we have an accent, you speak... Proper English. (laughs) Don't you forget it. (laughs) So where are you from, Aaron?
2: I was born and raised in England and moved to the U.S. in 2004. And then when did you
0: start your career in training? I started around
2: 2009 at LA Fitness. So what
3: brought you to the States then?
2: Uh, I just moved, something different. You know, originally I was going to go to school. You know, it's LA, you know, sunlight, beautiful women, palm trees. I got so distracted. (laughs) So... (laughs) So in medical school, went into something else. Right. You know? hmm.
0: so. What was your mindset when you were like, okay, I'm going to give this a try? Were you worried? Were you scared? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because
2: it's one thing to actually work out and give advice. It's another thing to actually take on responsibility yep. of someone's life. Because that's technically exactly. what you're doing. Sure. Starting from the ground up, you know, in fitness, we all know that it's one of the best investments you can do for your body. Sure. So you can prevent going to a doctor. So you can prevent seeing all these different professionals, you know. Right. You now we're on the front line, if you really look at it. So.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%.
3: That's a good way to put it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So take the listeners to that journey. You decided you want to become a trainer. What was the process and then where did you start out? Yeah, where were you at and then
3: how did
2: that shift? I just was looking for a company. So I was looking at LA Fitness, 24 Hour Fitness, Equinox. And I chose LA Fitness because it's the one place that doesn't require you to actually have to sell yourself Hmm. they give you clients and I took the easy way out I'm not that guy to walk up to people in the gym but it is something that I think people should learn because there's a huge benefit to it so I took the easy way out and I just went to a place where they give you clients
1: were you already a member there at the time
2: yes I was a member already but I'd never been to this location in Pasadena and so I saw a buddy of mine who you guys know Henry and he kind of gave in a good word and I got hired so
0: that's how it started Inside, so school. yeah. Well, if you're an introvert and Aaron, I think you're an introvert, right? Yeah, definitely, and you think that you Tons. can't uh, do this career, <laughs> there are ways around it. And you oh, yeah, know.
2: definitely, there's definitely ways around it if you're an introvert. And in, even if you're not an introvert, and you're just someone that has a hard time selling. There's definitely ways around it, but ultimately, if you enjoy being in a gym, you kind of break loose anyway, you're in your happy space, fast. So you end up breaking loose, and just you find that. The more you're around these people in the gym, the more you can relate, the more you can talk to them. Don't be scared and think to yourself that you can't. Just put yourself in a situation and you'll see it's not as bad as you think it is.
1: Right, and I think also, you may be an introvert, but when it comes to communicating with clients, that's easy for them. Yeah, it comes exactly. naturally, yeah. you know? It's yeah. not like uh, exactly. you need to run out and, and talk to them. It's really about the connection that when you get the clients how you, you know, work with them. So definitely, definitely.
0: I know our our audience is always wondering about how to get clients. So what were some uh, things that you did when you were at Alley Fitness to get clients? They
2: gave you clients, but I couldn't always rely on receiving clients from LA Fitness. So for me, naturally wanting to talk to people about fitness and helping them, even though I wasn't getting paid to help them, it ended up being a positive because some people, when they decided to get a trainer, they would go to the one guy they would talk to a lot. You (laughs) kind of have to do some things because you care. By simply caring about mm. the people and their fitness journeys, you'll see it pays out in the end a lot. Right. You know, so walking around and saying hi to people and, you know, giving advice if they need it and asking how they're doing. If you saw someone they looked like they lost weight, say it. Don't be afraid to compliment someone. Just start a conversation.
0: Sure. And in like every profession, there's people who really care about it and there's others who are just there to get a paycheck. And yeah, exactly, I,
2: yeah. And you can tell. Past the time. You can tell. <laughs> you, can tell, you, can tell you can tell those people. Apart from the other son,
0: so then you're at Alley Fitness and you're training people now. You're getting your experience. Why did you go independent?
2: There was no incentive. There wasn't any at all because I was one of the better trainers there, and there were trainers there that did. You can say the best, dude.
0: <laughs> <was better. laughs> cool. He won it
2: in that case. Yeah, I was the best <laughs> trainer there. One, you know. <laughs> yeah. Russell said that I didn't. Right. But uh, no, there was just no incentive to grow. They're giving you clients. And, you know, when you go independent, there's certain things you have to take upon yourself. Marketing, reading, trying different things. But if you're at an establishment like LA Fitness, there's just not much incentive. You know, they don't force it upon you to really learn because you get stuck in a contract and you've got them. Whereas if you go independent, you have to stay learning. You have to stay fresh, up to date with the latest studies and show them that you're constantly learning so you can keep clients. You know, you can't rest when you go independent, but there's so many more benefits to going independent as opposed to working for a company. Plus you're capped out, you know, right?
1: Yeah, exactly, out yeah. LA Fitness yep. is no, the ceiling is right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Done. And
2: you're working your <laughs> and they're taking mm-hmm. most of the money, but it's a great they place loved to start.
1: You. They loved you there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you was making them all kind of money, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: not enough to keep me though. Right.
0: So. so you made the decision to go independent. What was that like for me? That was terrifying. That was a really it was scary time. definitely
2: terrifying. Like when I became independent, I mean, it was scary. I mean, I felt nervous, of course, because now you're responsible for everything. You're responsible for getting clients. You're responsible for losing clients. And this is your living. You mess up. If something happens, something goes wrong and you can't work, you have nothing. You know, and, it, and it's a risk that you take. But again, like I said, the rewards are greater. There's so many more benefits to being independent, you know, and you're going to learn. You're going you're to make mistakes, but that's a great thing. You want to make mistakes early. So that later on you can amend those things and then, you know, move on.
0: I mean, part of the reason that you're here is that we all see you, we respect you, we know that you're serious about your career and what you do for your clients. I don't know why this guy is here. (laughs) I I know that was coming. I was sitting here just like, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's all right. He's he's here for the (laughs) last. Exactly. So, for our listening audience, what would you say is one of your biggest mistakes that you had in your career as a trainer? Definitely
2: is going back to the story, was feeling you just had to give clients a good workout. And it's never about that. It is just not <laughs> about, about that. that. <laughs> it's not. Say. It's just not. You're responsible for their health and you've got to work on a strong foundation, the simple things, not feeling like you just got to give them some crazy, uh, super
3: creative, exactly. <laughs> like some
2: super creative workout just to put on IG. Like that's just not what it's about <laughs> at all. Yeah. You know, especially now because it's, IG is swarmed with so much BS and you kind of have to keep your head straight and go against it and teach right. them the basic principles of it.
0: Sure. What have you struggled with in your career? I think
2: struggling with just more marketing. May, being as an introvert, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough mm-hmm. to really put yourself out there. And realistically, you have to. You have to put yourself out there doesn't necessarily have to be on social media but you know maybe community-wise you maybe you have to be yourself out there in the community in the area that you work in right and just being more personable and really just networking and talking to people i'll say that's probably the hardest thing for sure
0: networking and talking to people yeah yeah just
2: networking and talking to people yeah
0: yeah for sure so he seems reserved here right but he's <laughs> oh
2: yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm warming, up. I'm
0: warming when okay. up when you know him when i'm you when you ain't all reserved <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Most of the time, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So my next question is, if you could go back in your career at any point and do one thing differently, what would that be? I would say read more.
2: Read a lot more. Like, spend a good solid hour or two every single day reading. In this industry, you can never know enough at all. I mean, everything is always changing. There's always new things coming out. It's like technology. Yeah, There's always something new. There's always something to read. There's always something to do. And So I think just staying up with the times and staying up with the studies. I mean, I read a lot, but you Mm. can always read more and learn new things.
3: And your clients, like every client, they're constantly changing. Like if you have a good business, you have clients that've been around for a long time. Yeah. And so like they're changing. Their body's changing, whether yeah. they injure yeah. themselves, or yeah. they have a surgery, where they mm-hmm. made progress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something else. So yeah. like you're always trying to figure like, how can I continue to benefit these people. Yeah. And yeah. that's perfect, man. You just, really just. Have to soak up the information. <laughs> yeah, that's good definitely. advice.
2: Because you never know. You never know when someone comes to you and all of a sudden has been released from a physical therapy saying, Okay, you're good to train now and they have something going on with their shoulder. You want to be ahead of it you want to be ready for that person regardless of what it is that's Same. well said all right aaron so
3: here's a question for you what are you most proud of in your career
2: traveling to dallas and getting certified to be a tpi and for those who don't know what tpi is it's Tyler's performance institute and basically just working with golfers working on their core stability mobility strength how to develop power from the ground how to hit the ball further And just play golf safely, you know, it's for older people, it's for younger people, Mm. you know, it's a great way to take on a client that plays golf and wants to play golf well into their 70s and 80s and, you know, how to do it injury free. You know, I'm proud of the fact that I actually got up and flew to Dallas and got certified dedication dedication yeah. yeah and went on to do another two more certifications with the same company afterwards and definitely set up to do another three more later on so i'm definitely proud of that you know nice.
1: taking nice. It upon myself spending money out of my own pockets to take on something different that's important yeah, yeah investing in yourself so that exactly you know you can help your clients more progress your business exactly yeah definitely
0: so yeah. we were talking before the show that you're sort of looking to build your clientele in that area
2: yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm further in that direction simply because I enjoy golf. I play golf. So it'd make it even more fun to have a good chunk of my clients that play golf. You know, I'm doing something I enjoy. Right. And it really is about it. You know, it's about doing something you enjoy, something that you look forward to doing the next day. So you're not dreading waking up. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, I just think it's so important for your mental health to do something you enjoy. It really sure. is. So if it's training's fresh. in your heart, do it.
3: So a question. Know? How far is your drive then?
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh.
0: On the record. Uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh. uh-oh. On the record.
1: uh-oh. Well, Come on, no exaggeration. Come on. <laughs> well, I was going to
2: say 500, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I got fitted for my driver, I was hitting around
0: 340, 350
2: Dang. on average. yeah. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Dang. All right. Okay. All, All right. right.
0: Yeah. Oh, to go back to the previous question about you reading or wanting to read, what's your oldest or longest client? How long I've had them for? Yeah.
2: I would say eight years. Actually, it was the second client I got at Mm A-Fitness. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, second client I got at A-Fitness and he's been with me since then. So it's been about 19 years. So
0: are you doing the same thing that you did in year one, in year eight? (laughs) (laughs) I I
2: should hope not. No way. I should hope not, man. I should hope not. But no, definitely not. No. Uh, Now it's just more so about keeping this person healthy is the number one thing. It's just keeping him healthy, keeping him moving. And then after that, then we work on strength and we work on whatever the guy is looking to do. So if it's weight loss, then we work on weight loss. But I feel comfortable doing strength and conditioning because I know he has a strong foundation, Mm -hmm. you know, so we really are focusing on everything and not just simply making up workouts to look good.
3: Right.
1: He moves well now. He moves well. Exactly. Yeah. He can Mm -hmm. get out of bed and feel good. You know, nice. That kind of segues into the next one is what's your best piece of advice that you could give the listener or someone who's going into the field? Hands down, I would say caring about your clients because everything else comes
2: naturally. If you care for your client and you're not looking to simply just make money, you will find that these clients stick around and you don't have such a huge turnover rate, but actually care for your clients, get to know them, care for them, and understand that it's not something that happens overnight. You're going to be with these clients for a while. So take your time. You know, work on their foundation, work on their core, mobility, really caring for them, understanding that they too are just like you. They're going to have their ups and downs. Be patient. That's another thing is being patient because <laughs> uh, I wasn't patient <laughs> before. But caring for your clients, being patient, and understand you're in that journey together. Mm, Definitely on that journey great. together. Nice. That's yeah. awesome.
1: And stay away from baby deer legs. <laughs> 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 definitely man take your time
2: <laughs> that pool could have been bad all right yeah
1: wow
0: that's, that's great advice man yeah <laughs> i mean we all can see a, a trainer here from a distance and mm-hmm. you know instantly if they care or not oh yeah for oh, sure oh yeah God. yeah you know <laughs> right? yes yeah yeah definitely. so if you're in that category probably time to maybe consider either changing your ways or yeah. maybe a different career yeah definitely all right. Well, thank you for sharing all that about your journey and your thoughts on, you know, helping the future generation of trainers. We're going to move on to a new segment, hey. gym gadgets. So this is the part of the show where we review gadgets that we use in the gym and see if we recommend it for you to get. So, okay. all right. This one, Mike, here we go. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the one I see hit you over the head with. He got all excited. <laughs> he oh. got excited. <laughs> well, I, did. I hit you with it. No, because this is what you do. We all know you. Okay? We see Mike walk around. No, you, <laughs> <All day long. laughs> don't even try. <laughs> His clients like time to lay down on the table. <laughs> now, mind you,
2: three of these have gone missing. So. <laughs>
0: Okay, so for the listening audience, you can't see this. I think it's called The Stick. The Stick. stick, Right? Yeah. It's a myofascial or like a massage tool, right? Yeah. yeah. With rollers and flexes. So do you use this? I don't use this particular one, but, you know,
2: same
1: concept. Do you use it, Mike?
3: Sure. Yeah, I have one in my office, actually, yeah.
1: Yes, I do use it. Gotcha. <laughs> Before you even ask me. Yes, I use it. Not this one. Mine has knobs. No. Yeah, wet. there's like 50 different styles mm-hmm. of yes, course, they, exactly. Yes, yeah. But I definitely use it. Yeah. Clients and, okay, like it. Okay, so yeah, talk about that. Well, clients like it. It's a good little treat. Uh, warm them up. You know, they come in from a long day at times, and you have those ones that want to feel pampered a little bit. Go ahead and charge them for it, though. But <laughs> they want to feel pampered a little bit, and roll them out, get them going, and here we are.
0: I will say, if you don't know what you're doing with this, and you go to town on someone's calves, you're gonna hurt them. Yeah, don't, sure, don't do it. Just
2: go take ahead. the time to learn how to use it. Go to town. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I mean, I don't I, go to town. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen trainers do that. Oh yeah. You know, and like their grind their is, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done oh. it to
1: my client. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it too, man. Yeah, don't And some do clients it. just bruise off of that. So you've yeah. got to be careful. Yeah. So
0: what do you think? Both of you have said a different version. So this is not good, then, huh?
2: No, no, that's good. I mean, I just have one. It's not the same model, but it's the same concept, the same thing. But just like you said, one has spikes on it and stuff like that. So
3: And length too. Like this is a long one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's different varieties. There's different styles. It's definitely a go though, especially clients that will have like continual problems made with like IT band syndrome. This is really helpful or like stiff low backs. I found that this has been helpful just to loosen them up, check in a little bit. It gives me some feedback and they appreciate it. I think they notice that once you use this at the start of a session,
0: their workout goes a little bit better. Yeah. Certainly. So yeah. yeah. And
3: it's like what, twenty five bucks? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You can find them cheaper than that. Yeah, them. they're a great little tool. Yeah.
0: I think what you're describing is something that's uh, stiffer, right? Like it's more you can put more pressure or just yeah. the spikes on it. It
1: has more just like round with spikes. Oh, okay. yeah. You also have to think about the clients that have trouble foam rolling. You know, they yeah, might exactly. be yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's more Morbidly a great point. obese. Yeah, that can't get on the ground and right. you know. so it'll help with them. Exactly. So a good idea then for a yeah, trainer. Yes, sure. definitely. And yeah. think the consensus is just learn about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah definitely learn how to use it. Like anything. <laughs> Get some feedback from your clients too. Ask them, how does it feel? Is it too hard, too soft? Things like that. Nice. All right. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for coming yeah. on the thank show. Thank you, yeah. man. Thank you. You guys right. want to see t- bad? That would be nice. <laughs> All right, bruv. All right, governor. Right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks again for tuning in to this episode.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys, for checking us out. Like we said, if you have any yeah. questions or stories, any comments, hit us up, throw them up on our website, and we'd be happy to hear from you.
0: And if you want to train with Aaron, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, you can get in touch with me on IG, Akodu
2: Performance. I'm on there. Spell that for him. Yes. Akodu is A-K-O-D-U underscore performance on IG, and you can find my website at akoduperformance.com.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All Thank right. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on the thanks, show. Thanks, Yeah. 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 Thanks for checking out the Fit Fellows podcast. You best be tuned in next week when they drop that knowledge for your ass. We welcome your input and feedback, and you can find out more about the show at www.thefitfellows.com. Thanks again for listening or watching.
1: We out. Peace.